0: mm mm-hmm. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here, along with Dan from Georgia, and this is the Genesis to Revelation show, where we go from Genesis to Revelation in a series of, well, how old, how long have we been doing this now? It's at least a couple of years.
1: Yeah, that, uh, we started in October of 2020.
0: 2020, okay.
1: Yep.
0: So we're at two and a half years into this, reading the entire Bible from beginning to end, uh, hopefully the Judgment Day becomes before we finish. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to see this go on forever. <laughs> all right. So we're going to be doing the uh, book of Nehemiah, Chapter 9. So pick it up, uh, Chapter 9. Over to you, Dan.
1: Okay. Yeah, we had started Nehemiah last weekend when uh, we had the technical difficulties. So um, we'll just start all over with it. Yes. Now, in the twenty and fourth day of this month, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting and with sackcloths and earth upon them. And the seed of Israel separated themselves from all strangers and stood and confessed their sins and the iniquities of their fathers. And they stood up in their place and read in the book of the law of Yahweh, their God, one fourth part of the day and another fourth part. They confessed and worshiped Yahweh, their God. Then stood up upon the stairs of the Levites, Joshua and Bani, Cadmiel, Shebaniah, Bani, Sherebiah, Bani and Chenani, and cried with a loud voice unto Yahweh their God. Then the Levites Joshua and Cadmiel, Bani, Hashabniah, Sherebiah, Hodijah, Shebaniah and Pethahiah said. Stand up and bless Yahweh, your God, forever and ever. And blessed be thy glorious name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. Thou, even thou, art Yahweh alone. Thou hast made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their host, the earth, and all things that are therein, the seas, and all that is therein, and thou preserve them all, and the host of heaven worships thee. Thou art Yahweh, the God. Who did choose Abram and brought him forth out of Ur of the Chaldees and gave him the name of Abraham and found his heart faithful before thee and made a covenant with him to give the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Jebusites and the Girgashites to give it, I say, to his seed and has performed thy words for thou art righteous and did see the affliction of our fathers in Egypt. And heard their cry by the Red Sea, and showed signs and wonders upon Pharaoh, and on all his servants, and on all the people of his land, for thou know that they dealt proudly against them. So did thou get thee a name, as it is this day, and thou did divide the sea before them, so that they went through the midst of the sea on the dry land, and their persecutors thou threwest into the deep, as a stone into the mighty waters." Moreover, thou led them in the day by a cloudy pillar, and in the night by a pillar of fire, to give them light in the way wherein they should go. <clears throat> thou came down also upon Mount Sinai, and spake with them from heaven, and gave them right judgments and true laws, good statutes and commandments, and made known unto them the holy thy holy Sabbath, and commanded them precepts, statutes, and laws by the
0: hand of Moses, thy servant. Okay, let me interject here. Thou made known to them thy holy Sabbath. There's a a recovering interest in the uh, solar calendar, and actually the Hebrew feast day calendars, is increasing in these latter days, and that's a good thing. However, a lot of these people falsely assume that the Sabbath goes all the way back to Genesis 1, uh, the, the first chapter and that's not true it's clearly established in the book of Exodus his Sabbath is uh, created in the book of Exodus and it starts there it doesn't go back to Genesis 1 the Sabbath was made for man not man for the Sabbath Okay, so the, it's very clear that in the book of Exodus the Sabbath is established every seventh day and it doesn't go back you know, any further than that okay so uh I don't know how how these biblical scholars can miss these clear statements that the Sabbath starts during the Exodus period. And then the feast days weren't begun until the the Israelites, as we're describing here, uh, entered Canaan land and ejected, well, they didn't totally eject them, but most of these Canaanite tribes, and they... They never practiced the feast days out in the wilderness. They didn't have the barley harvest, right? They didn't have lambs to slaughter, although they must have had some cattle with them. Hard to say, uh, but they, they had, what do you call it, uh, manna. They were eating manna for 40 years, right? So uh, they were. it was impossible for them to practice any kind of feast day calendar while they were out in the wilderness. That's why it clearly states that when you enter, uh, Joshua and his troops entered the Canaan land, that, the first thing they did was to establish the feast day calendar. And so we're, and that, it's from that day forward that the calendar uh, operates and no, no earlier. Back to you.
1: Okay, verse 15. And gave them bread from heaven for their hunger, and brought forth water for them out of the rock for their thirst, and promised them that they should go in to possess the land which thou had sworn to give them. But they and our fathers dealt proudly and hardened their necks, and hearken not to thy commandments, and refused to obey. Neither were mindful of thy wonders that thou did among them, but hardened their necks, and in their rebellion appointed a captain to return to their bondage. But thou art a God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and forsook them not. Yea, when they made them a molten molten calf and said, This is thy God that brought thee up out of Egypt and had wrought great provocations. Yet thou in thy manifold mercies forsook them not in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud departed not from them by day to lead them in the way, neither the pillar of fire by night to show them light and the way wherein they should go. Thou gavest also thy good spirit to instruct them and withheld not, thy manna from their mouth, and gave them water for their thirst. Yea, forty years did thou sustain them in the wilderness, so that they lacked nothing. Their clothes waxed not old, and their feet swelled not. Moreover, thou gave them kingdoms and nations, and did divide them into corners. So they possessed the land of Sihon, and the land of king of Heshbon, and the land of Og king of Bashan. Their children also multiplied thou as the stars of heaven and brought them into the land concerning which they had promised to their fathers that they should go in to possess it. So the children went in and possessed the land and thou subdued before them the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, and gave them into their hands with their kings and the people of the land that they might do with them as they would. And they took strong cities. And a fat land, and possessed houses full of all goods, wells digged, vineyards and olive yards, and fruit trees in abundance. So they did eat, and were filled, and became fat, and delighted themselves in thy great goodness.
0: Okay, so that the now, Israelites sorry the Israelites once they entered Canaan land, they had all this abundant produce with which to start practicing the Hebrew feast day calendar. Okay, so he confirms all this. And I think uh, the Sabbath, I think he f- confirmed earlier that their first Sabbath uh, occurred once they entered Canaan land. And also, Og, king of Bashan, he was a giant. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure what's his name, Goliath, was of the tribe of Og. And uh, the Rephaim were also uh, giants. And there's no telling how many other of these tribes were actually uh, let's say dwarfs, giants, uh, mutants, <laughs> mutant ninja turtles, who knows what they were, okay? Because uh, they, they were obviously practicing uh, hybridization with themselves and animals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's what was going on in Canaan land, and that's why Yahweh ordered the Israelites to
1: destroy these people. Back to you. I wonder if Cain was a giant.
0: It's a good question. I don't think yeah, they don't necessarily have to be giants earlier on. I talked about the host of heaven. What's the host of heaven? Host of heaven is all the angels and you know demigods if you will surrounding uh, Yahweh on his throne and uh, doing his work from the heavenly realm, you know, from the other dimension. And some of these obviously left their first estate and became giants in in the earth. Now, it's very interesting that all over the planet, every single culture, America, South America, the East, Africa, they all have legends of giants that their tribes, their ancient uh, ancestors had to fight off in order to preserve their own tribes. Well, these, these giants are always described as having white skin, Caucasian features, Red, uh, red hair, blonde hair, and blue eyes. So it suggests to me that uh, these, uh, what do you call the, the Elohim, on, on which our race is formed after, they are the blueprint for the white race, okay, for the Adamic species. And but these are the ones who left their first estate, incarnated uh, by some, who, who knows what you know, pseudo-scientific method they used, but not through the birth canal, and uh, they they wanted to have those white women, <laughs> right? They lusted after the white women so hard that they had to embody in, a, in an unlawful way. But so universally, these giants are described as having cauc- Caucasian features, white skin, etc. Okay, so these are the Elohim who, the Ben Elohim, the sons of Elohim, who left their first estate and incorporated, took bodies in a forbidden manner. Okay, back to you.
1: Okay, verse 26. Nevertheless, they were disobedient and rebelled against thee, and cast thy law behind their backs, and slew thy prophets which testified against them to turn them to thee, and there wrought great provocations. Therefore thou delivered them into the hand of their enemies, who vexed them. And in the time of their trouble, when they cried unto thee, thou heard them from heaven. And according to thy manifold mercies, thou gave them saviors who saved them out of the hand of their enemies. But after, after they had rest, they did evil again before thee. Therefore leftest thou them in the hand of their enemies, so that they had the dominion over them. Yet when they returned and cried unto thee, Thou heard them from heaven, and many times did thou deliver them according to thy mercies. It kind of goes on and on the same old yeah, thing. We yeah, cry right. Out, yeah, yeah. You know, we, yeah, over we and over again. And then cry out, and he takes us out of it, and then we yeah. get lazy. It's, and it's go Still back going,
0: and right? Yeah. It's still going on today. Well, uh, last night's show, I, uh, I enumerated the seven steps of uh, civilization. You know, obviously birth. Growth, the development, uh, empire. Then, they, then they get fat and lazy. Then they, they become degenerate, and then they die. Right? Civilizations. Well, that, that happens over and over again. Why? Because we fail to obey Yahweh's laws. All right. So yeah, yeah. And uh, homosexuality is always part of the degenerate life cycle. Of a civilization before the no so, yeah before the society completely collapses, homosexuality becomes rampant. And here we are, folks. Get ready. Mm-hmm. All right, keep the faith. Obey always laws because judgment's coming. All right, back to you.
1: Yeah, all this trans transgenderism <laughs> and right. homosexuality. And, <laughs> right. You know, we mentioned it. We mentioned it before the show a little bit about this uh, transhumanism. I think the transgenderism is a. Right. a step towards the transhumanism that these elites and, and Satan's kids right. are pushing so hard.
0: Okay, so, uh, speaking of, uh, it just occurred to me that the Nazis were also in touch with, uh, you're probably familiar with the Nazis having flying saucers and having a base in Antarctica. Well, they were in touch with a group of uh, supposed space uh, creatures called the Vril, V-R-I-L. And the Vril were extremely uh, Nordic-looking, pale face beyond pale. And you can look that up, the Vril. And I think the Nazis got the uh, secrets of nuclear. The the Nazis were trying to develop the bomb, the atomic bomb. uh, But the the Jews of America and Britain beat them to it. (laughs) And, of course, the Soviet Union. The Japanese were also working on the bomb. So whoever got the bomb first would probably win World War Two. So, but the vril is a very common theme, and they're they're depicted as occupants of spaceships, and they're totally Nordic in appearance. Okay, so again, there's there's good good uh, Elohim and bad Elohim. I would put the Vril in the good category, but there was war in heaven. That's what Yahshua says. There's war in heaven, not just here on earth. Okay, back to you.
1: Verse 20, I think I was on 28. Okay. But after they had rest, they did evil again before thee. Therefore thou left them in the hand of their enemies so that they had the dominion over them. Yet when they returned and cried unto thee, thou heard them from heaven, and many times did thou deliver them according to thy mercies, and testified against them, that thou mayest bring them again unto the law, thy law. Yet they dealt proudly, and hearkened not unto thy commandments, but sinned against thy judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. And withdrew the shoulder, and hardened their neck, and would not hear. Oh, a Yet cold many, shoulder. <laughs> they yeah. gave Yahweh
0: a cold shoulder. How about that?
1: Yet many years did thou forbear them, and testified against them by thy spirit in thy prophets. Yet would they not give ear. Therefore gavest thou them into the hand of the people of the lands. <clears throat> so here we, we, we're we given the, the the way to win right here. We follow his, his commandments and his laws, and we'll we'll win every time. Over yeah. our enemies.
0: But yeah, yeah, that's all it takes, he, really. Yeah. yeah, that that's why I'm not an alarmist like uh, many people you know, uh, in, in uh, w- white civilization are because yeah, it's obvious that the Rothschilds and the uh, evil ones control everything, everything about society. But uh, the Bible guarantees if we simply obey his laws, he will protect us. He will deal with our enemies if we obey his laws. So yep. that's all we really need to do. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the Lord helps those who help themselves who better be ready. <laughs> because, yeah. Yeah, because you might get, uh, there's that episode in the New Testament where Yahshua tells the two uh, uh, disciples, uh, sell your cloak and buy a sword. Well, yep. you you might just be caught unawares. so somebody sneak up on you. You better have a sword with you, or of course, in these days, a gun. Right to, to defend yourself with because you just might be caught unawares and be in real serious trouble. So, uh, always be prepared. Uh, the Lord helps those who will help themselves. You got to do your part to prepare yep. for what's coming. It's going to get really bad, folks. It's going to be horrible. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> Don't want to be alarmist. <laughs>
1: I don't think that's being an alarmist. I think that's just being a yeah, realist.
0: That's right. We have to be ready. Because uh, you're looking at a guy who spent uh, uh, a few weeks in a foxhole uh, in Vietnam, and uh, it, it's it's scary. But you got you got to be ready. Okay. Back to you. Right.
1: Verse 32. Now, therefore, our God, the great, the mighty, and the terrible God, who keeps covenant and mercy, let not all the troubles seem little before thee, that has come upon us, on our kings, on our princes, and on our priests, and on our prophets, and on our fathers, and on all thy people, since the time of the kings of Assyria unto this day. Howbeit thou art just in, that art just in all that is brought upon us, for thou hast done right, but we have done wickedly. Neither have our kings, our princes, our priests, nor our fathers kept thy law nor hearkened unto thy commandments and thy testimonies, wherewith thou did testify against them. For they have not served thee in in their kingdom, and in thy great goodness that thou gavest them, and in the large and fat land which thou gavest before them, neither turned they from their wicked works. Behold, we are servants this day, and for the land that thou gavest unto our fathers to eat the fruit thereof and the good thereof. Behold, we are servants in it, And it yields much increase unto the kings whom thou hast set over us because of our sins. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and over our cattle at their pleasure. And we are in great distress. And because of all this, we make a sure covenant and write it. And our princes, Levites and priests seal unto it. End of chapter nine. All right. Very good.
0: Okay. So. I mean, this is uh, repeated so often in Scripture that the Israelites were a very unfaithful bunch. That's why only a remnant has ever survived <laughs> every epoch, yeah. right? And it's going to be that way at the end as well. So I'm just putting into the chat rooms here the Nordic extraterrestrials, the uh, otherwise known as the Vril. So a very interesting topic. Okay, back to you. Let's do it. Chapter 10.
1: Chapter 10. Now those that sealed were Nehemiah, the Tershatha, the son of Hakaliah, and Zidkijah, Sariah, Azariah, Jeremiah, Pasher, Amariah, Malchijah, Hattush, Shebaniah, Malak, Haram, Meramoth, Obadiah, Daniel, Gennathon, Baruch, Meshelem, Abijah, Mijamin, Meaziah, Bilgai, Shemaiah, these were the priests, and the Levites, both Jeshua the son of Azaniah, Benui of the sons of hinadad Cadmiel, and their brethren, Shebaniah, Hodijah, Keletop, Paliah, Hanan, Micah, Rehob, Hashabiah, Zachar, Sherebiah, Shebaniah, Hodijah, Bani, Beninu, the chief of the people, Parash, Pehath-Moab, Elam, Zathu, Bani, Bunny, Asgad, Bibai, Adoniah, Bibai, Aden, Asgard. Inter-
0: oh, uh, Asgad. That sounds like Asgard, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that's the Nordic uh, heaven, uh, which we also realize is Assyria. Okay, because the, the Nordic uh, pagans of Europe are actually Israelites who have forgotten their Israelite heritage, but they retain a lot of the nomenclature from the days they were a captive to the Assyrians, okay? And even uh, the word German uh, comes from the, uh, there's a city called Hermon in northern Assyria, which got conflated into German, okay? But uh, Herman, another common uh, Germanic name, it comes from northern Assyria, and uh, the language, Germanic language, comes from Farsi, which is the language spoken in that territory. So the rich Israelite history of Nord- Nordic paganism uh, must have be made available to those people. They have to realize that they're actually Israelites and they don't know it. All right, back to you.
1: Verse 17: Hater is Kaja Azure. Hodajah, Hashem, Bezai, Harith, Anathoth, Nebai, Magpayash, Meshulam, Hezer, Meshazabiel, Zedok, Jadua, Pelatiah, Hanan, Aniah, Hoshea, Hananiah, Hashub, Halohesh, Peleha, Shobek, Rehum, Hash, Hash, Hashab, Hashabna, Measiah, and Ahijah, Hanan, Anan, Malak, Harim, Diana.
0: Okay, and Zadok apparently was the chief priest of them all. So here we're seeing that the genealogy of the priests is being checked and double-checked by Ezra and Nehemiah to prove their... Adamic lineage, their Adamic Israelite lineage, okay? So the Judeo-Christians falsely believe that these genealogies are not important. They're extremely important because they have to demonstrate the fact that Yahshua was a pure-blooded Adamite, the first Adam, as Paul refers to him, and then he will return as the second Adam at the second coming. So everything else is moot in terms of, it doesn't matter, Uh, What your origin is, you have to be a pure white person. I'm talking about all the other races. If you're not a pure pure white racial Adamite, you cannot possibly be an Israelite. You cannot possibly be a Judahite. And none of these scriptures are intended for them. Uh, As I like to say, the Bible is two by four and about the Adamic race and no other species. Okay. So the rest of them simply do not matter. Uh, We we can't abuse them, because in Genesis 1, we're told to uh, take dominion over the earth, but uh, also to... um, uh, tend to tend to the garden you know tend to all the animals that includes the two-legged beasts as well so we can't just go around killing animals uh, like the Muslims do right the Muslims are, are known for torturing animals so uh, that's why uh, you don't want to get in in their crosshairs and they don't belong in our country they don't belong anywhere in the West they belong in Arabia <laughs> right so anyway sorry about that rat back to you verse
1: 28. And the rest of the people, the priests, the Levites, the porters, the singers, the Nephonims, and all that they had separated themselves from the people of the lands unto the law of God, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, everyone having knowledge and having understanding, they clave to their brethren, their nobles, and entered into a curse and into an oath to walk in God's law, which was given by Moses, the servant of God. And to observe and do all the commandments of Yahweh our God and His judgments and His statutes, and that we would not give our daughters unto the people of the land, nor what? take their daughters for our sons. What? What? We wouldn't give. <laughs> we wouldn't
0: give our daughters to the Canaanites or the Edomites. Why not? <laughs> right? Isn't that, that what you? Jew-
1: same. Right? Yeah. Isn't that what we're told today.
0: And doesn't Judaism teach that we should all race mix and have one big, happy, uh, light brown family, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not Except what the Bible teaches. They,
1: that yeah. doesn't apply to, to, to them. That's yeah, just everybody well, else.
0: Yeah, because they're already that uh, light brown <laughs> people yeah. from race mixing, right? They want everybody to be as awful as they are, right? <laughs> uh, th- more proof that the Bible is not a Jewish book. Because the Bible absolutely forbids race mixing, and the Jews preach it. What more do you need to know? All right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Verse 31, and if the people of the land bring ware or any victuals on the Sabbath day to sell, that we would not buy it of them on the Sabbath or on the holy day, and that we would leave the seventh year and the exaction of every debt. Also, we made ordinances for us to charge ourselves yearly with the third part of a shekel for the service of the house of our God, for the showbread and for the continual meat offering and for the continual burnt offering and of the Sabbaths, of the new moons, for the set feasts and for the holy things and for the sin offerings to make an atonement for Israel and for all the work of the house of our God. And we cast lots among the priests, the Levites and the people, for the wood offering to bring it into the house of our God <clears throat> after the houses of our fathers at times appointed year by year to burn upon the altar of Yahweh our God as it is written in the law and to bring the first fruits of our ground and the first fruits of all fruit of all trees year by year unto the house of Yahweh. Also the firstborn of our sons and of our cattle as it is written in the law and the firstlings of our herds and of our flocks, to bring to the house of our God, unto the priests that minister in the house of our God, and that we should bring the firstfruits of our dough and our offerings, and the fruit of all manner of trees, of wine and of oil, unto the priests, to the chambers of the house of our God, and the tithes of our ground unto the Levites, that the same Levites might have the tithes in all the cities of our tillage. And the priest, the son of Aaron, shall be with the Levites, when the Levites take tithes, and the Levites shall bring up the tithe of the tithes unto the house of our God, to the chambers, into the treasure house. For the children of Israel and the children of Levi shall bring the offering of the corn, of the new wine, and the oil unto the chambers, where are the vessels of the sanctuary and the priests that minister and the porters and the singers? And we will not forsake the house of our God. End okay. of chapter 10.
0: All right. Very good. I just want to make a quick comment here on wine because there are people, even an identity who teach that uh, it, this is really not wine fermented grape juice, but it's really grape juice. Uh, that's not possible because, in the Middle East, uh, all over the, and all over the world, for that matter, especially in hot, dry climates, if you have grape juice and put it in a in a skin or a bottle, it's going to ferment. <laughs> right? There's no, uh, there's no. You can't keep grape juice grape juice carrying it around from place to place in a caravan. It's just not possible. It's going to ferment, and actually, that's a good thing, because that uh, produces alcohol which is an antiseptic, right? And uh, because also it wasn't always possible to get pure water in those places, and that's why even in America in the early days they drank hard cider because the city of Philadelphia, it wasn't always possible to get clean water. So they went to the local pub and drank hard cider, right? So... Uh, pure, clean water has always been a precious commodity throughout history, and so this is why Yahweh permits us to drink wine, okay? And beer. I think beer was invented in Egypt, uh, as the story goes, and uh, th- that's why. So it's not forbidden. In fact, it says in uh, uh, the days of Noah, Noah and his wife, Naama drank, uh, what do you call it, a hard, no, strong drink, it's referred to as strong drink, and there's no way strong drink can be conflated with grape juice. It was wine. It means wine. It says what it means, and it means what it says. Back to you.
1: That's a good point because yeah. there's tends to be um, some misconceptions about alcohol that, that it's a sin to drink alcohol, and it's not. It is not. Um,
0: overconsumption, Yes.
1: Oh yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, okay. you don't want you don't want to overdo it to the point of drunkenness, but there's no sin in drinking alcohol. I don't drink it cuz I don't care for it. It's just not for me, but there's okay. no sin in it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make anybody one person more righteous than the other because that person yeah. doesn't drink it. So it's yeah. you know, it's not a big deal really.
0: Uh, and there's but, a verse that says a little bit of alcohol will settle the stomach. I forget where that's, yeah, that's
1: at. In, that's in First Timothy. Yep.
0: First Timothy, okay. So yep. even Paul <laughs> agrees yeah. that a little bit of wine is okay.
1: Right? Exactly.
0: Okay. Very good.
1: All right, so chapter eleven. And the rulers of the people dwelt at Jerusalem. The rest of the people also cast lots, to bring one of ten to dwell in Jerusalem, the holy city, and nine parts to dwell in other cities. And the people blessed all the men that willingly offered themselves to dwell at Jerusalem. Now these are the chief of the province that dwelt in Jerusalem, but in the cities of Judah dwelt every one in his possession in their cities, to wit Israel, the priests, and the Levites, and the Nethanims, and the children of Solomon's servants. And at Jerusalem dwelt certain of the children of Judah, and of the children of Benjamin, of the children of Judah, Athiah, the son of Uzziah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Amariah, the son of Shephatiah, the son of Mahalil, of the children of Perez. And the son of Baruch, the son of Kohoseh, the son of Haziah, the son of Adiah, the son of Joyarib, the son of Zechariah, the son of Shiloni. And all the sons of Perez that dwelt at Jerusalem were four hundred three score and eight valiant men. And these are the sons of Benjamin, Salu, the son of Meshulam, the son of Joed, the son of Pediah, the son of Coliah, the son of Maasiah, the son of Ithiel, the son of Josiah. And after him, Gibi, Sali, nine hundred twenty and eight and Joel, the son of Zikri was their overseer. And Judah, the son of Senua, was second over the city. Of the priests, Jediah, the son of Joerib, Jakin, Sariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Meraoth, the son of Ahitub, was the ruler of the house of God. And their brethren that did the work of the house were 820 and 2. And Adiah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Palilah, the son of Amzi, the son of Zechariah, the son of Pasher, the son of Malchiah, and his brethren, chief of the fathers, 240 and 2. And Amishai, the son of Azareel, the son of Ahazai, the son of meshilamoth the son of Immer, and their brethren, mighty men of valor a hundred and twenty-eight, and their overseer was Zabdiel, the son of one of the great men. Also of the Levites, Shemaiah, the son of Hashab, the son of Azrakam, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Bunni, and Shibathai, and Josabad, of the chief of the Levites, had the oversight of the outward business of the house of God. And Madaniah, the son of Micah, the son of Zabdi, the son of Asaph, was the principal to begin the thanksgiving in prayer. And, and Bakbukiah, the second among his brethren, and Abda, the son of Shemua, the son of Galal, the son of Jedathun. All the Levites in the holy city were two hundred fourscore and four. Moreover, the porters, Akab, talmon and their brethren that kept the gates, were 172. And the residue of Israel, of the priests, and the Levites, were in all the cities of Judah, every one in his inheritance. But the Nethanims dwelt in Ophel, and Zihah and Gispah were over the Nethanims. The overseer of the Levites at Jerusalem was Uzzi, the son of Bani, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micah, Of the sons of Asaph, the singers were over the business of the house of God. For it was the king's commandment concerning them that a certain portion should be for the singers, due for every day. And Pethahiah, the son of Meshezabiel, of the children of Zerah, the son of Judah, was at the king's hand in all matters concerning the people. And for the villages... With their fields, some of the children of Judah dwelt at Kerjath Arba, and in the villages thereof, and at Dibon, and in the villages thereof, and at Jacob, and in the villages thereof, and at Jeshua, and at Moladah, and at Bethphalet, and at Hazar, Hazarshul, and at Beersheba, and in the villages thereof, and at Ziklag, and at Mekona, and in the villages thereof, and in, in Rimmon, and at Zaria and at Jarmuth, Zanoah, Adullam, and in their villages, at Lachish, and in the fields thereof, at Azekah, and in the villages thereof. And they dwelt from Beersheba unto the valley of Hinnom.
0: Okay, I'd like to insert here, because I just mentioned Lachish, which is uh, actually a, a very famous... Site that has been excavated. All of these places are historical, and uh, the value of this type of information is: well, we can look, we can f- look for these places, find them, and look for archaeological artifacts that prove the, the record that's being given right here. Okay, so it's not just a matter of uh, confirming the racial heritage of Judah and Israel, but also the historical record. Of Judah and Israel, all of this is real information, true history, and you know we can we can find these places and excavate them, and like they did at uh, Mount Ebal, where they found the uh, the lead tablet that contained the name of Yahweh and the curses that the Israelites placed upon the Canaanites just before invading Canaan land. Okay, this archaeological information is very important. And so all these names are very important. Back to you.
1: Verse 31 The children also of Benjamin from Geba dwelt at Michmash and Ijah and Bethel and in their villages, and at Anathoth, Nob, Ananiah, Hazor, Ramah, Gittaim, Hadid, Zeboim, Nevelat, Lod, and Ono, the valley of craftsmen. And of the Levites were divisions in Judah and in Benjamin. End okay. of chapter 11.
0: Okay. Chapter
1: 12. Chapter More names.
0: <laughs> More names. More names. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, that just shows, though, how important the genealogies were. I
0: mean, yes. Are. <laughs> yeah. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I
1: mean, he wouldn't go to this. Yahweh wouldn't go to this much detail to spell it out to us if it wasn't important. You Amen. Know? Amen. Versus, I mean, uh, chapter 12. Now these are the priests and the Levites that went up with Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, and Sariah, Jeremiah, Ezra, Amariah, Malak, Hattush, Shechaniah, Rehum, Merimoth, Iddo, Genetho, Abijah, Meamin, Maadiah, Bilgah, Shemaiah, Joirib, and Jediah, Salu, Amok, Hilkiah, Jediah, these were the chief of the priests and of their brethren in the days of Jeshua. Moreover, the Levites, Jeshua, Binui, Cadmiel, Sherebiah, Judah, and Mataniah, which was over the thanksgiving, he and his brethren. Also, Bakbukiah and Uni, their brethren were over against them in the watches. And Jeshua begat Joachim, and Joachim also begat Eliashib, and Eliashib begat Joiada, and Joiada begat Jonathan, and Jonathan begat Jedua. And in the days of Joachim were priests, the chief of their fathers, of Sariah, Moriah, of Jeremiah, Hananiah, of Ezra, Meshulam, of Amariah, Jehonahan, of Meliku, Meliku, Jonathan, of Shebaniah, Joseph, of Haram, Adna, of Marioth, Helkiah, of Iddo, Zechariah, of Gennathon Meshulam, of Abiah, Zikri, of Minammon, of Moadiah, Pilti, of Bilgah, Shemua, of Shemiah, Jehonathan, and of Joirib, Matani, of Jediah, Uzi, of Salai, Kali, of Amok, Eber, of Hilkiah, Hashabiah, of Jediah, Nethaneel, the Levites in the days of Eliashib, Jehoiada, and Jehonan, and Jaduah were recorded chief of their fathers, also the priests to the reign of Darius the Persian. The sons of Levi, the chief of their fathers, were written in the book of the Chronicles, even until the days of Jonahan, the son of Eliashib. And the chief of the Levites, Hashabiah, Sherebiah, and Jeshua, the son of Cadmiel, with their brethren over against them to praise and to give thanks according to the commandment of David, the man of God. Ward over against ward. Mataniah and Bakbukiah, Obadiah, Meshulam, Talman, Akab were porters keeping the ward at the threshold of the gates. These were in the days of Joachim, the son of Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and in the days of Nehemiah the governor, and of Ezra the priest, the scribe. And at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites out of all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to keep the dedication with gladness, both with thanksgivings and with singing, with cymbals, psalteries, and with harps.
0: Okay, uh, I need to quickly interject here because the Jews, the rabbis, teach that after the return from Babylon, the, the Judahites began a new religion called Judaism. That's what, uh, uh, who was the chief rabbi of the United States? Uh, the one who said that uh, I some call it Judaism, some call it communism, Why? I call it Judaism. G- yeah. What, what's his name again?
1: Rabbi Wise.
0: Wise. Steve, Stephen S. Wise, right? Stephen Wise. Yeah. yeah. And he stated unequivocally that the a new religion was begun in these times by these people and And uh, it differed from Mosaism and is now called Judaism. Well, that's an absolute lie, because we can see here that they were reestablishing the Mosaic Law and all of the traditions of the Old Testament that had been lost by those people. And and the, uh, the prophecy of the good figs versus the bad figs, I might as well go into it here, because there's a lot of confusion about that, in the Old Testament, Not the New Testament, that's a different set of figs in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, the good figs in the book of Jeremiah are those Judahites and Benjaminites who went to Babylon for their good. In other words, they took their punishment. That after that 70 years of captivity in Babylon, they would return and reestablish the Torah. That's the prophecy It was fulfilled, and that's what we're seeing right here. There was no new religion founded by these Judahites. Certainly not Judaism. So you can see that there's nothing but lies coming from these rabbis, and unfortunately Christians believe these lies and actually believe this nonsense that a new religion was established here by Ezra and Nehemiah. Absolutely not. They reestablished the Torah, a golden age of Torah was created by Ezra and Nehemiah, and that is the proper understanding. And that's what, if you read through these uh, chapters of Ezra, and Nehemiah, you cannot come to any other conclusion. So again, it's either uh, Israelite Christian Israelite truth versus Jewish lies. Back to you.
1: Verse twenty-eight, and the sons of the singers gathered themselves together, both out of the plain country round about Jerusalem. And from the villages of Netaphathai. and also from the house of Gilgal, and out of the fields of Giba and Asmaveth, for the singers had built them villages round about Jerusalem. And the priests and the Levites purified themselves and purified the people and the gates and the wall. Then I brought up the princes of Judah upon the wall and appointed two great companies of them that gave thanks whereof one went to the right hand upon the wall toward the dung gate. And after them went Hoshiah and half of the princes of Judah and Azariah, Ezra, and Meshulam, Judah and Benjamin and Shemiah and Jeremiah and certain of the priests' sons with trumpets, namely Zechariah the son of Jonathan, the son of Shemiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micaiah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Asaph, <clears throat> and his brethren, Shemaiah, and, Azera- and Azrael, Millilai, Gilalai, Maai, Nethaneel, and Judah, Hanani, <clears throat> with the musical instruments of David, the man of God, and Ezra the scribe before them. And at the fountain gate, which was over against them, they went up by the stairs of the city of David, at the going up of the wall, above the house of David, even unto the water gate eastward. And the other company of them that gave thanks went over against them, and I after them, and the half of the people upon the wall, from beyond the tower of the furnaces, even unto the broad wall. And from above the gate of Ephraim, and above the old gate, and above the fish gate, and the tower of Hananel and the tower of Meah, even unto the sheep gate, and they stood still in the prison gate. So stood the two companies of them that gave thanks in the house of God, and I and the half of the rulers with me. And the priests, Eliakim, Measiah, Minamem, Micaiah, Ileonei, Zechariah, and Hananiah with trumpets, and with and Shemaiah, and Elazar, and Uzi, and Jehohan, and Malchiah, and Elam, and Ezer. And the singers sang loud, with Jezriah their overseer. Also that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced, for God had made them rejoice with great joy. The wives also and the children rejoiced, so that the joy of Jerusalem was heard even afar off. And at that time were some appointed over the chambers for the treasures, for the offerings, for the firstfruits, and for the tithes, to gather unto them out of the fields of the cities the portions of the law, for the priests and Levites. For Judah rejoiced for the priests and for the Levites that waited. And both the singers and the porters kept the ward of their God and the ward of the purification, according to the commandment of David and of Solomon his son. For in the days of David and Asaph of old, there were chief of the singers and songs of praise and thanksgiving unto God. And all all Israel in the days of Zerubbabel and in the days of Nehemiah gave the portions of the singers and the porters every day his portion. And they sanctified holy things unto the Levites and the Levites sanctified them unto the children of Aaron. Amen. End of Amen. chapter twelve, and yeah, okay. I uh, think we're finish up the day. Yeah,
0: we could start uh, chapter thirteen. I don't think it's a long chapter, but I'm looking up the word "ward," which in Hebrew is mishmereth, and it is a watch. That is the act of the sentry, the post, objectively preservation, or concretely safe, figuratively observant. So. We today the word ward is usually considered to be like a place a place that you uh, set aside like a uh, the ward of uh, the sick and uh, versus the you know the, the healthy so but it's actually the position of the watchman so these are sentries that are placed over what we'd say we say call the ward okay so here it's the person not the place okay back to you
1: All right, chapter 13, the last chapter of the book of Nehemiah. On that day, they read in the book of Moses, in the audience of the people, and therein was found written that the Ammonite and the Moabite should not come into the congregation of God forever, because they met not the children of Israel with bread and with water, but hired Balaam against them, that he should curse them, howbeit our God turned the curse into a blessing. Now it came to pass, when they had heard the law, that they separated from Israel all the mixed multitude. Wow, there's another one Uh, uh, about separating ourselves.
0: No, Jews would never do that, right?
1: (laughs) No way the Jews would do that. Okay. And before this, Eliashib, the priest, having the oversight of the chamber of the house of God, was allied unto Tobiah, and he had prepared for him a great chamber. Wherefore time they laid the meat offerings, the frankincense and the vessels, and the tithes of the corn, the new wine, and the oil, which was commanded to be given to the Levites, and the singers, and the porters, and the offerings of the priests. But in all this time was not I at Jerusalem. For in the two and thirtieth year of Artaxerxes, king of Babylon, came I unto the king, and after certain days obtained I leave of the king. And I came to Jerusalem and understood of the evil that Eliashib did for Tobiah in preparing him a chamber in the courts of the house of God. And it grieved me sore. Therefore, I cast forth all the household stuff of Tobiah out of the chamber. Then I commanded, that, and they cleansed the chambers. And thither brought I again the vessels of the house of God with the meat offering and the frankincense. And I perceived that the portions of the Levites had not been given them. For the Levites and the singers that did the work were fled, every everyone to his field. Then contended I with the rulers and said, Why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together and set them in their place. Then brought all Judah the tithe of the corn and the new wine and the oil unto the treasuries. And I made treasurers over the treasuries... Shelemiah the priest and Zadok the scribe, and of the Levites, Pedaiah, and next to them was Hanan the son of Zachar, the son of Mattaniah, for they were countful, for they were counted faithful, and their office was to distribute unto their brethren. Remember me, O my God, concerning this, and wipe not out my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God, and for the offices thereof. In those days saw I in Judah some treading wine presses on the Sabbath. Ooh. And,
0: yeah. Ooh, now that's forbidden. <laughs> yeah. I bet they were tasting the, the grape juice <laughs> on the <this laughs> Sabbath too.
1: All right. No doubt. Yeah. Right. And bringing in sheaves and lading asses as also wine, grapes, and figs, and all manner of burdens which they brought into Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. And I testified against them in the day wherein they sold victuals. There dwelt men of Tyre also therein, which brought fish and all manner of ware, and sold on the Sabbath unto the children of Judah and in Jerusalem. Then I contended with the nobles of Judah and said unto them, What evil thing is this that you do and profane the Sabbath day? Did not your fathers thus, and did not God, bring all this evil upon us and upon this city? Yet you bring more wrath upon Israel by profaning the Sabbath. And it came to pass that when the gates of Jerusalem began to be dark before the Sabbath, I commanded that the gates should be shut, and charged that they should not be opened till after the Sabbath. And some of my servants set I at the gates, and there should no burden be brought in on the Sabbath day. So the merchants and sellers of all kind of ware lodged without Jerusalem once or twice. Then I testified against them and said unto them, Why lodge ye about the wall? If you do so again, I will lay hands on you. From that time forth, they came no more on the Sabbath. Amen. (laughs) He laid down the
0: law, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah, he sure did.
1: And I commanded the Levites that they should cleanse themselves and that they should come and keep the gates to sanctify the Sabbath day. Remember me, O my God, concerning this also, and spare me according to the greatness of thy mercy. In those days also saw I Jews, Judahites.
0: That's Judahites, right.
1: That had married wives of Ashdod. Oh,
0: oh no. Oh, horrible,
1: horrible. Not good. Yes. And their children spake half in the speech of Ashdod, and could (laughs) not speak in the Judahite's language, but according to the language of each people. And I contended with them, and cursed them, and (laughs) of them, and plucked off their hair, and made them swear by God, saying, You shall not give your daughters unto their sons, nor take their daughters unto your sons, or for yourselves. Did not Solomon, king of Israel, sin by these things? Yet among many nations there was no king like him who was beloved of his God, and God made him king over all Israel. Nevertheless, even him did outlandish women cause to sin.
0: No, blame Shall it we on the women. Th- blame it on the women. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and the booze, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we'll get this, but we need to revisit this next week, but please uh, continue. Yeah. yeah.
1: Shall we then hearken unto you to do all this great evil? To transgress against our God in marrying strange wives? And one of the sons of Jehoiada, the son of Eliashib, the high priest, was son-in-law to Sanballat, the Horonite. Therefore I chased him from me. Remember them, O oh my God, because they have defiled the priesthood and the covenant of the priesthood Ooh. and of the Levites. Thus, Thus cleansed I from them all strangers and appointed the wards of the priests and the Levites, everyone in his business and for the wood offering at times appointed and for the first fruits. Remember me. Oh my God for good.
0: Remember us. Remember us. I mean, how can you read the books of Ezra and Nehemiah and not realize that race mixing is absolutely forbidden? Oh gosh,
1: it's right there in front of you. Yeah. But the, about it.
0: but the Judeo churches never touch these two books, and Did the Jewish
1: books, other than yeah, right, yeah.
0: Well, like uh, I was brought up Catholic, and we had a Missal, which is the condensed Bible, the Catholic version, and that's all you need to know if you're a Catholic, right? Don't read the Bible, just read the Missal. All right, great job. We'll we'll revisit this chapter next week. Uh, there's lots to unwind here. All right, uh, Pastor great. Dan, thank you. All right, folks, thanks <laughs> for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. See you next time. Bye bye. See you. Bye. Yeah. What?